Oh, sun, water, swimming, warms, palm trees, everything that I have literally in my backyard living in LA. But no, obviously when you're on vacation, everything's a, you know, turned up a notch. And it's always nicer to swim when you're on holiday and, you know, the palm trees are always nicer somewhere else. Uh, everything is always nicer when it's not your home for some reason, even though technically, you know, it is a home of mine. But anyways, hi everybody. Happy Monday morning. It is I, Andrew DeVitri, the Minister of Pop Culture. I told you guys I was going to take the whole week off this week because I'm on vacation, but I can't do it. I'm literally addicted to what I do. I'm literally addicted and obsessed with pop culture, so much so that I had a moment to record an episode. Everybody's out on the bow, and I was just lounging by the pool listening to a podcast. Well, I was actually listening to Variety Variety's actors on Actors, and it was Lisa Kudrow and Jennifer Aniston talking about their respective projects. Jennifer was talking about season one of The Morning Show, and Lisa Kudrow was talking about Space Force. And it was an older episode, but I, I am sort of on a friend's binge right now, and I just happened to Google Lisa, and that came up, and I love it because I love any opportunity to watch as a fan the Friends cast talk um, out of character. But anyways, we're all going to get the opportunity to watch them soon because the reunion was shot uh, two weeks ago which is going to be stellar. I believe it's going to be on HBO Max. I'm not sure when, but there were some leaked photos and whatnot of the set on Instagram that I saw, which really just fulfilled my soul and spirit and heart because I love it so much. But yeah, I'm on vacation right now with my family. It's really, really nice. I'm really grateful to be here. Um, you know, I've been in a, pretty much a bathing suit the entire time I've been here, eating well, because I don't cook. I tell you guys that I, I, don't, I don't cook, but when my family's cooking, it makes me so good. I'm always so full that when I go back to LA, I'm always starving because I can't cook, you know, myself. Um, but yeah, so, but anyways, I, there were some really great stories, um, you know, that I've been reading while, while <laughs> lounging by the pool. I thought, you know what, I have to talk about this because it's, first of all, First and foremost, my job. Second of all, I love doing it. And, you know, I'm going to dip in and out maybe this week. I don't know if I'm going to have five consistent episodes, but um, I will try. That is the goal. But if I don't do it, then, you know, forgive me. Um, but other than that, shout out to JetBlue who got me here. Safe and sound. Oh, yeah. But you, okay. If you guys are traveling this week and you take JetBlue, there's so many good movies. Mean Girls was on there. Uh, Wonder Woman 1 and 1984 were on with Gal Gadot. There was just a, a fabulous catalog of films. So huge shout out to the media department at JetBlue because I was living for the content. And I mean, I was pretty much asleep most of the flight because it was a really early one from LA to where I am. But nonetheless, it was fabulous. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Okay, so I'm going to get into our stories of the day. I have five. No, I have four. And the reason why... Actually, no, I have five. The reason why I initially decided to do an episode today was because I've been literally salivating at the Instagram photos of Kim K partying up in Miami literally like it was 10 years ago when she was just a gal out about town. Pre-kids, pre-Kanye, pre-marriage is, um, I don't say that with shade, I'm just saying she's literally a gal about town and it's so iconic to see Kim because we all know her and Kanye are divorcing. She's a business mogul now, a mom of four fabulous kids, but seeing Kim in Miami partying, with the Beckhams and Maluma, whatever however you pronounce his name, is just so nostalgic of like early Kim K days. So I'm just going to get into it. And I, I'm literally salivating over the photos. She's never looked better and doesn't seem happier. I mean, she's never seemed happier. You know what I'm trying to say there. Okay, <laughs> this is from E! News. Um, Kim Kardashian had herself a good time while partying with fellow celebs in Miami, Florida on Friday night, April 16th. Oh, I got here Friday, so I just missed her. Wearing a gold-colored Christian Dior fall 2000 wrap mini dress. See, it's so nostalgic. 
and leg grab stiletto sandals, which were fabulous. The 40-year-old Keeping Up with the Kardashians star attended the opening of the Good Time Hotel, hosted by co-owners Pharrell Williams and Miami Club and restaurant owner David Grutman. The event, which also celebrated the um, season opener of David Beckham's soccer club, Inter-Miami CF, took place on the hotel Strawberry Moon pool deck. Oh, I gotta get myself there sometime. The group was joined by David and wife Victoria Beckham, as well as Maluma and some of Kim's longtime friends. Quote, Kim arrived with her friend Steph Shep, who was her former assistant. Jonathan Chabon, who you guys know as Food God. And Simon Huck, and I witness told E! News. By the way, these videos were all over Kim's story. If you're, like, a social media freak like me, you would have seen them. Um, she was chatting with everyone, and she saw, and even stopped to take pictures with Maluma, David, and Victoria Beckham, Pharrell, David Grutman, and wife Isabella Grutman. Kim also helped celebrate Victoria's 47th birthday with the group and shared a photo of the two together on her Instagram story. Happy birthday, Victoria Beckham. She wrote, love you. Other celebrity guests included the Beckham son, Brooklyn Beckham, the fiance, Nicola Pels, Vanessa Hutchins, she looked fabulous too, Chris Rock, Timbaland, Bad Bunny, Becky G, Future, Gigi, and a bunch of other people. Um... Kim and her friends later headed to David Grutman's famous nightclub, Live, to celebrate its initial reopening. By the way, Kim posted a story of her at a nightclub in the DJ booth, and she was, it was literally, oh, there's a duck outside my window. Oh my gosh, there's a ducky! Hi, ducky! Hi, ducky! Oh my gosh, sorry, I had to jump off really quick because where I'm staying, there's these ducks that come to the dock every single morning, and my niece and nephew and I always like to feed them bread, but this particular duck like literally ran away and I, I left him or her bread, but I mean, maybe he didn't remember me because I haven't been here in a while. But anyways, um, I'm sorry to go off on a tangent. These, um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. Kim's Instagram stories were just so fabulous and they're really reminiscent of her, you know, pre-marital days, pre-kids where it was like Courtney and Kim take Miami or Courtney and Chloe take Miami. Um, and as like a huge Kardashian fan, and sort of someone who's super nostalgic of the days when, you know, Paris was, like, running Miami with Kim and all those, you know, like, the birth of social media. I'm not the birth of social media, the birth of, like, pop culture. It was so great to see, and it's, it was just amazing. So, I loved it. But speaking of Kardashian, you know, that, that world, our second story, that brings us to our second story, also for Me News, Kourtney Kardashian gets a lavish gift from Travis Barker at a 42nd birthday. Love to see it. As you guys know, Courtney and Travis have been dating, which is, again, like totally nostalgic of like the olden pop culture days. Um, also, they both posted this on their social media. Well, Kim too. Well, the small things certainly matter in a relationship. The larger romantic gestures are definitely pretty sweet. On Saturday, April 17th, a day before she celebrated, well, that was, so that was two days ago, a day before she celebrated her 42nd birthday, Kourtney Kardashian posted on her Instagram story a video showing an enormous and extravagant arrangement of at least white 200 tulips displayed on a floor in her house and resting underneath an installation of hanging gardenias. She tagged her boyfriend Travis Barker in the clip, adding a black heart. Quote, tulips and gardenias are my favorite flowers, Courtney later wrote. My entire house smells yummy. The Blink-182 drummer later responded to the video, which, quest- which features SZA's emotional song, Quicksand, whose lyrics deal with relationship and insecurity. Courtney and Travis, 45, have been dating in well, began dating in December 2020 following years of sporadic romance rumors. They made their relationship Instagram official in Feb, just after Valentine's Day. Um, the photos are insane. I mean, Gardenia's hanging from the ceiling. I mean, it is obviously fabulous to be a... If you date a Kardashian girl, or a boy, because Rob, um, you have to do things just bigger and better because they're not just... You can't just get someone like roses from the supermarket, which is what we all do. And I mean, it's totally fabulous. And whatnot, but like, this is other level, but he's a really good eye. And you know what? 
I'm I'm living for it. And if they are if they are like end all goals, it would be fabulous because he's a dad, she's a mom, have kids. Of course, like many of you, I, I do wonder what Scott Disick thinks about this. But hey, Scott is out about de- dating Lisa Rinner's daughter, Lisa Rinner, Lisa Rinna. Um, and, you know, everybody seems to be doing their own thing. So I'm happy for them, but I'm mostly happy for Courtney because she seems really happy and this guy seems to really have good taste. But um, and I, don't, I, I know Courtney dated some model before, but I don't know too much about him. I don't even know what his name is, but I obviously I know Travis Barker because he, he and his wife, I believe back in the day, had a reality show, Travis and Sheena, Shayna. Um, so I'm, I'm, they were sort of, they've sort of always been in the peripheral in terms of my knowledge uh, of pop culture and whatnot, but I love it. Okay, now we've got ourselves to our third story of the day from page six. A little Britney Spears update. Do love chatting about our queen. By the way, if you hear an echo, our house is very echoey. Um, so, yeah, sorry. Uh, Britney Spears tells concerned fans she's, quote, extremely happy and totally fine. She posted her one of her iconic videos on Instagram that I literally, like many of you, live for. Um... And the caption, well, well, let's read the article first. Britney Spears is doing her best to assure concerned fans that she's, quote, totally fine. The 39-year-old singer took to Instagram Friday night to post a Q&A session for fans where she acknowledged that the most frequently asked question has lately has been, quote, are you okay? Yes, I'm totally fine. I'm extremely happy. I have two, I have a beautiful home, beautiful children, said Spears, who shares sons Jaden James 14 and Sean Preston 15 with ex-Kevin Federline. I'm taking a break right now because I'm enjoying myself. She added, she totally deserves to take a break too and add herself and enjoy the fruits of her labor. She also said fans have been curious to know why she randomly posted a red refrigerator on Instagram three weeks ago. Quote, honestly, I just thought it was cool. She shared revealing that it had no deeper meaning. I thought it was vintage. Vintage. So adorable. By the way, I just watched Mean Girls on the play from uh, L.A. to Florida. And, you know, shout out to JetBlue. Um, I thought it was vintage. It was red and just really cool. The performer also responded to fans who asked about her potential dizzy spells from spinning in my living room. Yes, I get extremely dizzy, she answered. But I'm a dancer, so as long as I have a focus point for my head, as I turn, as long as I keep finding that spot, usually in the end, it's not as bad. Um, I have many thoughts about Brittany. Most of them are basically, she's just posting what she wants to post, and maybe there really isn't a deeper meaning, and I know fans, you know, have that, there's this ongoing narrative of hashtag free Britney because people are really concerned about her, um, uh, what is that thing called? Conservatorship, of course. And that's, you know, rightly so. But if Britney, if, it's like coming from the, what is that expression coming from the horse's mouth, the actual facts? And I think she's fine. I think she's just literally posting what she loves. A couple of weeks ago, I know she posted some of her favorite um, women that have meant a lot to her. And in that sort of uh, list of photos were Natalie Portman and SJP, as well as Miley Cyrus and Noah Cyrus. And I loved to see that. I mean, I love that Britney Spears loves Natalie Portman. But um, I, I think Britney's fine. You know, I think she'd probably tell her amazing fans who she knows love her and literally worship the ground she walks on if things weren't going well. And she's literally the ultimate queen. And I love her Instagram content. It's her. It's her unique aesthetic. And she's not, you know, kowtowing to what society wants her to do. She's literally living her best life. So that's all we can ask for from our queen. So, you know, yeah. Okay. Fourth story of the day um, was, I guess, sort of the big news over the weekend. Really, really sad news. And it was, um, of course, the very public um, funeral of the late Prince Philip, uh, Queen Elizabeth's husband, I mean, like many of you, I watched The Crown. That's pretty much how I know who he is and what he was about. You know, of course, from the point of view of the from the point of view of the writers of The Crown. But um, Harry was there. I you know that there was a lot of hoopla about that. But I just want to say something before I get into this article, which is from CNN. 
um, about the monarchy. There were some incredible photos of Kate Middleton. Obviously, Megan couldn't be there because she's pregnant, so obviously the doctor advised her not to go, which is totally understandable. Obviously, she would have been there, and I'm sure she was in some way, shape, or form <clears throat> part of the funeral, whether it be um, Skype, Zoom, or, or just getting updates from assistants or whatnot. I, I totally get it. But there were some incredible photos. I believe E! News posted this on their Instagram of Kate Middleton in the back of a car with a black veil and a black mask, obviously, Looking like a literal queen. Now, of course, Queen Elizabeth is the queen, and she will be forever, probably, but obviously we know that Kate and William are in line. And I just want to say, after seeing these photos, I've never been more assured that William and Kate are ready for the job. Kate is so elegant. I, I've loved her ever since I literally knew who she was. I think I was a senior in high school. A senior in high school? I was a senior in college when the wedding... I remember this. I was in my house in Narragansett, Rhode Island, because obviously I was in love on campus, please. Who do you think I am? I rented a house on campus like many people do. Um, and I was in my bed watching the very televised, um, what is it called? Wedding of William and Harry. William and Harry. William and Kate. And um, Kate's always, to me, just exuded elegance, but she's never looked more elegant than that photo. And to me, it is on par with the photo of... Um, Harry and Meghan in the rain where Meghan's wearing that beautiful blue dress under an umbrella and it was sort of their exit photo and it is so freaking fabulous. But to me, this Kate one solidified that she is the literal queen to be. And um, I loved it, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is the story. This is from CNN. The monarchy will look different now that Philip has gone. Um, grief and loss have a way of bringing families together and that appeared to be the case on yesterday, uh, well, Saturday, so two days ago. British royal, Britain's royal family has faced some crises of late, but the Duke of Edinburgh's funeral service signaled a new phase in the monarchy. For the first time in 73 years, the queen is without her soulmate, her most trusted advisor, who had been there right from the beginning, of course. Um, the queen often turned to her husband for professional counsel and nearly always took his advice. Behind the scenes, he assumed leadership on many aspects of the family's life. Now the clan are charting a new path forward after layering their beloved patriarch to rest. By the way, the article then gives us this, this. This is a chilling photo. It's of Queen Elizabeth sitting in that on that brown bench, completely alone, wearing a mask, um, in all black. And it's it's a chilling photo. It's it's incredible. Um, what we are witnessing is a monarchy adapting and evolving in real time. It's tricky. It's a tricky period for the United Kingdom, which frankly is not so united right now. Calls have not gone away in Scotland for independence. Episodes of violent unrest have erupted in parts of Northern Ireland in recent weeks, and England is facing something of an identity crisis post-Brexit. Ceremonial departures can help steady the ship. The Queen will undoubtedly carry on, as she always has. She really will. She's literally a vessel. Um, due to her eternal commitment to duty and service, she will still define the monarchy as a symbol of unity and continuity, but we are also seeing senior royal members rallying around her in Philip's absence. That was certainly the case this past week, last week, despite some friction in various family relations, her children and then later grandchildren came forward to convey how she was coping and share fond memories of the Duke and his work. Um, due to the Queen's exceptional reign, the 72-year-old Charles is the world's longest-serving heir apparent, which she became at the age of three when then Prince Elizabeth um, uh, ceded the throne. But never has his position as successor been more essential. He now assumes the role as the Queen's closest confidant, truly a king-in-waiting. I know many people have thoughts about that, especially me after watching The Crown and how they depicted Charles, but obviously The Crown is 
you know, nonfiction. Fiction, nonfiction, whichever one is fake. Uh, well, not fake per se, because we did see that, you know, clip of Harry with James Corden talking about how accurate the depiction of the crown is of the royal family, to which Harry responded, there are parts of it that are <laughs> accurate. Um, he will help manage situations as he did alongside his eldest William when Harry and wife Meghan revealed they wanted to step back from royal duties. A deep rift between the brothers has been heavily speculated um, over since the Sussexes sat down with Oprah Winfrey last month. The pair are deeply hurt. For Harry's part, he feels he was left with no choice but to separate himself from the UK. It's tabloid press and, quote, unsupportive monarchy to protect his wife. William, meanwhile, feels abandoned by his brother who was supposed to be by his side in the future monarchy. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to interrupt this article. Harry was there. They weren't walking next to each other, per se, but they had, like, a, a gentleman in bet- like between them. But literally, they were next to each other. And, and I know all of us wish we could be a fly on the wall when they had this, you know, sit down together, which I'm sure they're going to have. I'm sure they're going to hash things out and talk about it. But that's obviously very private. Um, before the, the, excuse me, before the funeral, much was made of the fact that the brothers would follow Philip's coffin on foot, but be separated by their cousin, Peter Phillips. In the end, yes, Phillips was between them. Oh, that's who it is, Peter Phillips, their cousin. I didn't know that. Um, but they were natu- but they naturally fell in sync with one another with their cousin, a step behind them. And then there was the moment of seeing Harry join William and his wife, Catherine, chatting as they walked up to Windsor Castle following the service. Seeing the brothers reunite despite current differences was enormously important. Harry doesn't need to come back into his royal role, but they must repair their relationship and William needs someone to confide in. That person has to be Harry, the only person who truly understands William. Catherine may be William's wife, but Harry has gone through tough times with his brother, of course, the passing of their mother, the late Princess Diana. Um, He understands royalty and the duties that come with it. Um, and then there's, you know, this, this article continues to go on. The Queen in mourning, how Harry honored Philip from afar. The UK's prime minister couldn't attend the funeral, um, but he, he uh, stood out in front of his house and, you know, solidarity. There's many, many pictures that CNN article provides, but some of the most chilling ones are of the Queen sitting by herself. It's just really devastating. And as, as up in years as um, Prince Philip was, and I think, you know, people were definitely concerned when he, went to, he was hospitalized, you never really assume this kind of thing will happen, but I mean, as we all know, the queen is so committed to her job, and we see that in the crown, that I can't imagine that she's going to be able to carry, that she's not going to carry on. She is going to carry on. She's literally going to be a queen in all senses of the word. Um, but it is really interesting that it, we are watching the monarchy change in real time, and we're in a bit of an evolution. So progressive times. So it's, it's, uh, it's really interesting. But again, I express my condolences to the Queen, the Royals, everyone over in the UK who loved Philip. I love. I was a big fan of Philip, of course, from the Crown. Um, and I guess, yeah, more updates about that as, uh, as time goes on. So, yeah. Well, um, that's... Oh, I have one more story for you guys. And this one actually made me really, really sad because it is about two folks who are from Boston. Um, and... It's on TMZ. Hold on, let me just pull it up here. Uh, my, my internet is uh, not too great, but I am. But that's okay. Okay, this is really, really sad news. Mark and Donnie Wahlberg, the Wahlberg brothers, mother passed away at 78. So sad. Um, uh, Alma Wahlberg. Sorry, this. Alma Wahlberg, the matriarch of the family and mother to Mark, Donnie, and seven other children, has died. Mark shared the news, posting a photo of his mother, writing, quote, my angel, 
rest in peace. Back in July 2020, Donnie, I posted a message addressing his mother's health issues. He wrote, I know that many of you have asked how my mom Alma is doing during my visit. She didn't remember much. She was often confused, but somehow she was still Alma. Donnie added, she still lights up a room. She still made me smile. She's still stubborn and she still loves her baby Donnie. I thank all for your well wishes, sending my heartfelt love and sincerest wishes to all those away from their loved ones. Um, their mom was featured on the show. Um, and, and Donnie shared a, a sort of an update. But yeah, I, I, I'm sending my condolences to the Wahlbergs because that's very sad. And I'm a big fan of them. I love Mark Wahlberg. And, you know, there's like Ben Affleck. It's, and Mindy Kaling, too, is from Boston. There's something about these actors or, or successful folk who are in Los Angeles, on the West Coast, in Hollywood, who are from Massachusetts. You know, you feel a, a sort of connection to them. So uh, I'm, I'm so sorry to them, the brothers Wahlberg, and you know anybody else in there, you know, in a media group that you know knew Alma. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are uh, those are our six stories for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm going to try to get another episode or two or three um, during the week, but we'll see how it goes because I am trying to you know unplug. But I'm addicted to what I do. As many of you are, I love my job. I live I live to work. It's fun. Um, but have a great start to your week. And um, you can stream my podcast, The Mistress of Pop Culture, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox Radio, Google, iTunes, the Pockets Up on the iPhone, CastBox Radio, basically anywhere I, what are they called? Anywhere where podcasts stream. And uh, yeah, I'll uh, chat with y'all soon. In the words of Kristen Bell from Gossip Girl, XOXO, Gossip Girl. Bye, everyone.